Welcome to podcast 144 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt and on this week's pod we'll have some bumper save updates, we'll be talking to the JD and Turk of Football Manager and we might have some time to squeeze in a quiz, or maybe not Mr Dupe. But before we do all of that, let's see who I'm joined by this week. Mr Dupe, welcome. You might not have a quiz but I didn't fuck up the intro eight times, did I? <laughs> no one knows about that. Well, they no do one now. know anyway. Uh, they don't. Hi Matt. Now you can get it out, thank you. <laughs> Joseph, welcome. Hello, mate. Hello. David. Hello, Matt. Kurt Dizzle. All right. Yeah, I think this feels like a blankety blank roll call, to be honest. <laughs> There's that many of us. Uh, Herb Dizzle. Hi, Matt. <laughs> Very high pitched. And now on to our two guests Mr. Davidson. Thomas, hello, sir. Hello, mate. How are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. And rounding us off is Mr. Don Baker. Hello there. <laughs> Dom's had enough already. <laughs> it felt very much like a like a teacher's roll call, so I thought I'd pay hey, the Present. <laughs> Tom, in particular, has a particularly say- interesting save, so please do enlighten us. So, yeah, I mean, it's been, uh, it's been pretty much going throughout the lockdown period, so I, start, I decided to start a new save um basically to give me something to do uh outside of work so i started as inter um i don't know why can't really remember why now but i've they've got a decent squad they're a bit of a fallen giant for um italy's always a good leader managing and we did pretty well we did pretty well um won the title twice i think and then we weren't really making much progress in Europe. Lost the Champions League final. It was all a bit of a, a shambles on that front. So um, I decided to jump ship and take the money and go to go to Man City. So I've now been there for, what, four years now? I think I was in my fifth year there. And the squad is a joke at this point. It's an absolute joke. I've got Mbappe and I've got Haaland. And then there's about five new gens who are different gravy. It's... Um, I mean, it's quite boring now in a way, but I still, I still haven't won the Champions League, so that's the, that's the aim at the end of all this. And they haven't won it. Pep didn't deliver it to him when he was there, so so that's basically all I'm playing for. I and mean, I'm going to try and try and find somewhere else. Maybe do uh, it didn't start out like this, but I might try and do like the big five leagues and and do it that way. I've never done that. Well, not for probably like six or seven years. So um, so it'll be interesting. And try and try and not City off their perch after I'm finished with them. To be fair, with the Haaland deal was pretty cheap though, wasn't it? To be fair, you didn't spend he, much yeah, money on it. It was a steal. It was a steal at three hundred mil. Three hundred and ten mil. It's an absolute you spent on Haaland. You're at the But basically, I looked at the uh, I looked at how much I'd spent, and it, I'm now over. I'm into like one point two billion, and then half of that has gone on two players, Mbappe and Haaland. So, but they have been worth. They have definitely been worth it. I mean. We would have only had, you know, the likes of Raheem Sterling, uh, Usman Dembele, you know, players that just don't cut it at the top at the top level. Madness the amount. I'm just looking at that now on my screen, and it is absolute madness the money <laughs> you spent on this guy. 450 grand a week. Yeah. <laughs> he gets 87 grand an appearance. Yeah. You know, with oh, he's 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 loving you, isn't he? It was worse at Inter because uh, I signed. I had the chance to sign Messi, so I thought he was 35, and I thought, well, why not? He, he can still, he can surely still do it. He was bang average, but I was paying him about 475 grand a week, and I think I gave him, 
26 mil for just signing the contract. So, um, so yeah, he was loving life. But uh, yeah, he, he, I think he, I think he stopped playing when he was like 38, which you know, fair play to him. He, he, uh, he got his money's worth. But yeah, it was uh, that probably wasn't my best deal. But you, you only get if you, you only get one chance to sign Messi, right? So you've got to take it. But the, the bit that confuses me is you get a message to say that your your owner is going to scale back how much he's putting into the club, mm. and then you go and spend three hundred million on a player. Like, I mean, if that's scaling back, I'd be concerned when he doesn't scale back. As soon as I saw that message, I was like, right. And he just set the weirdly, he just set the budgets like two days before, and I had you know a fair whack of money to play. So I thought, okay, this is the last season I'm going to get this. So I've got to I've got to go in going big and. Uh, Harlem was playing for Liverpool, who had been absolutely dominant. Like they'd been the fall in my side, even back from the inter days. And uh, so I thought, right, I'm gonna have to get him because if I don't, they're just gonna win everything for the next three or four years. So put the money down. Chairman wasn't happy, probably, but you know, take the opportunity when you got it. Lovely stuff, Dom. Can you enlighten us about your save at the moment? Yeah, my save is the the one I started in during beta. I've been rolling with the same save uh, since the very. Oh, sorry, start. that's normally a joke when I'm involved. <laughs> that's the matter fact. <laughs> no, I've been very loyal to this one, although not loyal in the save itself. I started at Fulham, got promoted first time, almost bottled it in the playoffs. Um, got a bit bored there, jumped ship to Watford, who came calling my boyhood club. Um, they're in trouble, so I rescued them for a bit. Got them up to like top half, but I wasn't getting enough money to really do anything fancy. And I'm quite impatient as well. Um, and then Chelsea came calling. They were struggling as well. I think they finished bottom half one season. So um, they were really looking for, for someone to help them. So I jumped there. And then Chelsea, it all kind of took off. They, um, I mean, they had a ridiculous squad already. And then obviously, for some reason, gave a really unexperienced manager a lot of money. Um, and I went a bit wild. Not quite on Tom's levels, but still fairly wild. Um, brought in Havertz um, and they had Foden as well so I mean they just had like 11 number 10s and I tried to play all of them at the same time um, yeah struggled in the league but won the Europa League so bored or happy there and then I've just kind of jumped ship around then I uh, won the league with Chelsea eventually struggled in Europe went to Atletico trying to um, steal all the players that I had at Chelsea pretty unsuccessfully to be honest but I managed to win the league there as well. And now I'm at PSG, loving life, because I'm rather impatient. But, you know, I did start at Fulham, so I feel like I deserve to uh, have a bit of a spend up. And the PSG team I've got at the minute is absolutely silly. It's by far and away the best FM side I've ever had the privilege to manage. Um, and it's without spending too much, really. So, yeah, I'm pretty proud of that one. <laughs> is, is, that, is that a joke? That, no, it's that not. It's not, not too that. bad. He's got some big wonder kids, hasn't he? I, uh, the kids are insane. I mean, I turned up um, the kids in the reserves and the uh, under 18s or whatever it is are just mad. Absolutely ridiculous. I've never seen such a talented 15 year old as my rail up top. I don't know where he come from, but he's basically the reincarnation of the great man. Um, so he's 16 now and I'm just playing him every game. He's pretty, he's not, he's really not good enough to start. Troy Parrott's there as well, who is, <laughs> pretty much the best striker in the world and he's not getting a sniff because I'm just in love with this 
this uh, this kid don't clip that uh, <laughs> 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 <More> context on <laughs> me <laughs> yeah this uh rail is just silly i keep just sending some some screenshots daily he is unbelievable i mean in the farmer's league granted but yeah this kid is ridiculous and that's where i'm at i uh, just won the league unbeaten finally got my hands on the champions league psg all is well is that the first time they've won it Oh no, they won it loads before no. I was there. I struggled in the first season. I think should have said yes. Maybe two seasons. <laughs> I should have said yes. I did look because when I won it, I thought, oh, I might get uh, the uh, PSG finally win it. But now they won it like four times when I was at Watford, dicking around. So, but yeah, I mean, like Tom said, it's getting a bit easy now. I might have to start something and actually try and manage games rather than just put an assortment of players out. But um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Did, um, is Christian Cabasali your assistant manager, by any chance? He's not, though. I've not actually <laughs> checked up on him in a little while. Um, but I do hope he's doing all right. Whenever I start at Watford, Dave, I mean, you always kind of get offers in for him because his like, physical attributes are insane. Probably a little bit too good to be at Watford when you first uh, load up a new save. So you normally get a Leicester come sniffing, but I always try and resist because I absolutely love that boy. <laughs> You follow me on Instagram the other day as well. Oh, don't know why. But, um, Dom's moving. Every time I have a couple of beers, I just slide into the DMs. <laughs> Love you. That's all he needs to know. Whether he replies or not is another story. But <laughs> to be fair, I uh, I had Stephen Reed like one of my tweets. Yes. Like, that goes into the folder where Lars Bohinen once replied to me on Twitter. <laughs> Such a warm and fuzzy feeling. You said that you've just literally read. Matt Jensen's autobiography for an audiobook. Yeah. That's, that's got to yeah. be higher than Stephen Reed liking a tweet. <laughs> yeah, but Matt Jensen's not interacted with me in public on Twitter. Jeez. It's all behind the, the, the veil of DMs. You'd love Matt Jensen behind you. I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who should we move on to next? David, you've, <clears throat> you've, you've been a busy boy. Yeah. Uh, that's my line. Uh, <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, Pentagon still still going on, still happening. Um, yeah, I, I, we're still trying to get it with Inter. Uh, I think last season I, I can't remember where we were last last week on the pod, but uh, last season we lost again to Liverpool. Um, I think we lost to them in the quarter final. Should have probably be we beat we beat in Barcelona in the first knockout round, and obviously went on to uh, unfortunately lose out to Liverpool. Uh, a lot of our key players ended up retiring at the end of that season. Um, starts probably saved over a million pounds in wages per week. Um, a lot of the older players retiring. So I did bring in some new new faces, but in Italy, the finances aren't great. We were like minus 18 million in the red right at the end of the season until all the money started coming through for the league and stuff. Um, so we added a few more players. We signed a Russian striker called Ponikarov, uh, who we didn't really need to sign, but he turned out to be a really, really good player. Signed a couple of players and probably up until January, we were still doing okay. Uh, but the depth in the squad wasn't great at all. We could only just field a full squad, including subs. Because um, obviously you need 12 subs. We barely managed to field 12. A lot of the time we were fielding like 10 or 11 subs. Um, so yeah, got through the Champions League group. It was pretty tight in the end between us, Lille and Arsenal. But we did top the group. 
uh, and we went through to face off against Bayern in the first knockout round, who we've just come up against on the stream today, on the day of recording, and we beat them 3-1 in the first leg. So I'm hoping that we should hold on to that and get through to the uh, quarterfinal of the Champions League. We've added some good depth in uh, in January. My third choice striker went for 95 million, which of course for the club was massive as well. Um, I found a youngster from Denmark, I think, who managed to bring it for 10, 10 million, who in my opinion is going to be a great backup and sign another backup centre-back. Uh, so things are looking good at the moment. Best centre mid's just been injured. Uh, we gave him an, an injection before the first first knockout game and he managed to score the opening goal, which uh, you know proves that you know, I'm a good manager sometimes. Uh, but yes, top of the league. Everything's going to plan at the moment. Uh, but I'm pretty happy with the January uh, signings. So fingers crossed uh, we can finally get that fifth Champions League. That young lad you got in, the, the Danish lad. Yeah. I, I, I need to know his name. I want to look him up on my save day. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2040, 20, son. He's not going to be there. Oh, no, damn it. No. So, Dave, a couple of weeks till this is finished? I think I wanted it done by the end of April. My mum final was still no closer. So, Wait, I'm, I'm, I got this bus is parked outside my house, uh, mate. i got to move it, pal. Right, as, soon, as soon as I complete, I'm driving down to you and we can go and do the bus parade around Curtis. Uh, lockdown Just, permitted, um, obviously. Just just play the rest of the season offline, mate. I'm sure you'll do it in no time. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot to say he called you out yesterday. He did. For saying what? What have I done here? funny how you ain't won a Champions League when you've been streaming. Because it's for, Europe is by far the toughest <laughs> one. I'm watching all the safe holes. Triggered. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, not, not having this, are you, It Dave? took me like five or six years to win my first one. I, I know people that did it in 10 years. It's taken me like fucking 25 years. I'm still here. Uh, MLS has uh, done well, though, hasn't it? Uh, MLS? I did you did well in the MLS, so that was good. Yeah, yeah I did. New York. Huh? Did you? Here we go. Here we go. Don't make me go there. I'm ready. <laughs> Continue, Matt. Continue. Uh, should we swiftly yeah. move on? Might be a good idea, Matt. Might be a good idea. Fur flies. Fur uh, flies. <laughs> oh, I love how that rhymed. Perfect. We can talk about the streamer showdown, about these two performances in a minute anyway. Oh. Oh. Later. He bites back. Yeah. He's had a beer again, isn't he? Uh, <laughs> or two. Like <laughs> Coke, Pepsi. Uh, not the... Continue, what? Matt. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, swiftly moving on. Herb, aside from your... Uh, well, do we, I don't really even know what to call it. Woeful performance in the stream yes. showdown. Um, Newcastle. Newcastle, yeah. Newcastle was going, going all right. I did nearly... Well, as I said, I nearly rage quit two days ago. But bar that, it's been going fine. I've been trying to just... I've, I've made a mistake. We bought... So I can't remember. I think I was telling you about it. We bought Sung Hyung Min in from CSK Moscow on a free at 34. And he absolutely bossed it in the Premier League for us. He got two goals in the FA Cup final that got us the FA Cup win over Liverpool. And I was like, this is it. I'm going to buy players that are coming off the back of their peak. And this will be brilliant. Uh, and then the next season I bought Neymar who was 35 and spent lots of money paying him for six months. And he was shit, really bad. And then I've bought a couple others since and none of them have quite lived up to it. So I feel like I had one really, really good experience with buying an aging player and have now ruined my save a little bit. But um, apart from that, we're going all right. It's, we're nine, I think nine seasons, eight or nine seasons in now, which is the furthest I've been in into a save for a while. Um, so yeah, just like seeing not lovely new gens pop up 
banging in ridiculous goals for Chelsea Liverpool is getting a little bit annoying. But we're uh, we're holding on to the air. We're on. I think we're fifth at the moment, holding on uh, as much as we can to that Europa League spot. I think I want to stay in Europa for a bit longer. We're through to the knockout round, knockout second knockout round. I think it is. So all is going well. Um, I might have to give up on my uh, my OAP project because apparently it's a failure. Um, but yeah, enjoying it still. Who's deemed it a failure? Uh, I have because I bought Neymar, spent loads and loads of money on him. He was my highest. I think I've got PSG to pay four hundred grand of his wages, and I was still paying him one hundred ninety grand, which made him my highest paid player. And the only thing I remember him doing of note was missing a penalty in the FA Cup semi final. But like that's only like fifty fifty ruined. So that's true. I've got stuff from Christian Eriksson. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> FA Cup final he just went I'll add him off then but yeah no, we've got Christian Eriksen in uh, it's, fine. it's becoming harder now because we're what yeah like I said eight seasons in so some of the players are starting to, to dry up but we've got we've got China coming in big for a lot of our players so I might I might cash in and uh, go for a little bit of a revamp eyes eyes emoji mm. indeed oh yeah Kurt Dissel you've been in Germany I have in Berlin specifically um, so yeah, season one with Hertha. It's interesting because uh, season one expectations with Hertha are avoid a relegation battle, and season two expectations are qualify for the Champions League. So um, the jump between season one and two is interesting, especially with how bad the Hertha squad is at start. Um, so it's interesting. I, I streamed. Uh, I streamed yesterday, and uh, I was just like, look, basically the first season. As long as I finish mid table, the first season is basically a freebie. So why don't we, um, you know, off the back of the streamer showdown and and Kev winning again with his plug-in tactic, I was Spoilers. like, well, let's 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 uh, let's test some of the the preset tactics. And I had um, I had uh, your colleague actually, Mister Tipple, in the stream, and he was saying, you know, these these boys spend a long time on these tactics. I don't know why everyone's so negative about them. And I was like, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And then basically, we just didn't win any games. <laughs> um so so i uh by the end of the stream i ended up um uh transfer listing half the squad um because they're all like massive crybabies as well and uh but i did i have i have brought in the hertha start off with zero zero money in the transfer kitty um but in january they did give me 40 million so i've brought in um uh, a, a couple of uh a couple of wonder kids um, to help, thing. yeah to help uh to help me in my in my future endeavors there um but yeah it's all uh it's all it's all going all right we're kind of mid-table so we're not in a relegation battle there's no no chance of us losing our job yet but season two is going to be an interesting one um especially if i can't manage to have a big clear out in the summer so you, yeah you, you love that don't you you always seem to kind of just like go for a phase of just half your team on the transfer list well i um, no, not always. Just, just. With, I think it just, happened at City, didn't it? He did it at City. N- yeah, but that was different. Oh no, no, no! no. You're, you're, you're being disingenuous there because with City, I was <laughs> trying I? to do, I was trying to do a homegrown save. So basically, I tried to flog all the all the foreigners um, quickly when right, maybe I should have done it when I should have done it over maybe like a two or three year period. So um, I swear you've had that before. Anyway, I will say one thing: <laughs> um, a lot of my saves that I've seen her for. They get money in the end, mate. Like they what, seem to be the ones spending the dollar. We've had we've had like a hundred and thirty million pumped into the club through sponsorship deals. 
Like one, one year for sponsorship deals as well. Um, Edit is a great thing, isn't it? Oh, it's fantastic. That in-game editor. <laughs> worth, worth, every, it worth every penny. I knew it! But yeah, All it's good fun. Times. Good fun. And, you, you know, stream streaming four, four or five times a week. Twitch.tv slash Curti. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's, that's <laughs> Dupe's line. What, twitch.tv slash Curti? No, no, plugging <laughs> it every opportunity. I, trust me, I'd never, I'd never plug that, that channel. That's cancel <laughs> subscription. <laughs> All the shade tonight. Everyone's got knickers in a twist. Dupe, um, you've been Hello. flirting with two saves. No. I mean, well, well you've been, yes. You, you've been updating people on, on Ajax. And then Ajax, yeah, we've been... done a lot with Ajax. Uh, Ajax is annoying me, man. Honestly, Ajax are one of the most frustrating sides because you do not get tested at right. all in your league uh, and... You just get bored of that. And then you, all you want to do is win a Champions League. And it is so frustrating. And we spent money. And I mean, this year we've spent a lot of money. I, I bought Harry Kane in uh, for Ajax for 93 million. That smashed our previous record by 50 million. <laughs> um, so basically, I got a little bit of a case of Tom there. Basically, just spent it as every penny that I could. I literally went into the boardroom and just lifted the seats up and got every penny out possible. Uh, we spent four hundred and ninety-one million pounds worth of play uh, to buy to get in players. Uh, we then sold something stupid like three hundred odd million, um, and we're struggling to get out of the group stages. So, yeah, that might be done. To be fair, I keep saying it's done, and then it's not done. But um, that's my offline save. My online save is exciting. That's more exciting, Matt. Well, please enlighten us. <laughs> oh, as you asked so nicely, um, I will do. Yeah, so we're currently Palermo, but um, I don't really know where to start because I've been listening back to the pod the last couple of weeks and I feel that I've been really fluffy with my save updates. I've just been like, yeah, we're, 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 we're doing all right. So I'm going to try and explain a little bit more, but not, not too deep. Um, so we're currently in November 2023 and after four seasons, three promotions, we're, we're 12th. Um, so in 12 games, we find ourselves six in Syria. And we played some tough teams, really tough teams. Uh, oppressive wins against Lazio and um, Torino. And we're doing pretty good. Uh, we currently see ourselves about, I think it's 12 points away from the total that was safe last year. Um, and that's my target. It's just to stay in the league this year, you know, from going from Syria D to Syria and then pushing. Uh, it's exciting, you know. Um, we've got 11 million in the bank and finances and projection just look like it's going to go through the roof. And I've done that a very clever way um, by not buying anybody and just being loan FC. So out of my like first 11 this season, um, I own three players. Um, three. <laughs> I own three players, basically. The rest are loaned in. <laughs> um, and um, they're doing a bloody good job. Um I just feel it's helped my finances. Like I said, we got 11 million in the bank for a newly promoted side. Projections state that in three years' time, if we carry on what we're doing, we're going to have over 90 million in the bank. So I can't complain. Or is it 60 million? One of the two. Um, and as Curtis said, here's, I'm going to say mine. If you're interested in watching this save, I stream it every night by Thursday at 9 p.m. at twitch.tv. Oh. Doop. <laughs> Doop. Have you considered using the co owning rule? Because that, like Italy's the only place where you can do that, bar the third party ownership in like Brazil, etc. Do you know what, Matt? If I knew about it, I probably would have tried. Um, look, to be honest, the loans they are shady. I'm not gonna lie. We bought Plitzari and we had him on loan from 
from very early on and we brought him in to, to play a net and he's been awesome this this year. Um, and we spent 3.1 million on him and that's the most I've spent with Palermo and it scared me massively. So I got back in my box and I went and loaned everybody. Um, but what we're doing is we're just loaning people on two-year loans. Um, like we've got ARP and we've not paid a penny since he's been with us for the last three seasons. Um, like zero pennies. It's It's just such a great deal. Um, and I think like, yes, we're spending a lot of money out and we're, we're progressing other players, but the plan is just now slow and steady. I feel that a lot of the times I'm, I, I don't want to big myself up here. I'm actually quite good at getting out of the divisions, but when I get in that top division, I get stage fright. I struggle to kind of push that next barrier. So I think this year with this save, I'm just going to be like, like just slowly, but surely buy the youngsters in and build the squad and, um, see what we can do. But I'm excited with Palermo, you know. There's there's some good things happening. Uh, just so you know, co-ownership in Italy ended in 2014. That's why I don't know about it. It's the last time um, Matt you know, played. 2014. Okay, <laughs> do you know what happened in 2014? I started my Twitch channel, www.twitch.tv. Yeah, you didn't cough over that one, did you? That's, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Do you have any more information on co-owning on that Wikipedia page, Curti? Uh, no, but I knew it had finished. I just didn't know which year. But I knew it had been. It's not it was finished. A while ago. He's twenty-eight. Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pity laughing. Hey, oh, I bring the humour. It, it was it was the the smirk afterwards <laughs> where he got it in that got me. To be honest, that's what she said. Um, right, let's go. Let's go from work. Joseph. There we go. That's where we go. Have you had any time to do anything with your? Streamer showdown busyness. I have played one game this week. Literally one game and then turned it off. So yeah, my save update is really short and sweet. Still playing PSV. Um, one game just after the winter break. Made loads of signings and really just looking at building that academy. So probably next week I'll be able to update you a bit more. Lovely stuff. How about you, right. Matt? Yeah, How come about on, Matt. Me? Tell us about yeah, yours. Um, I've, I've, on, been, uh, I've been in the away section of Premier Pro and... Uh, occasionally playing at home at After Effects, so <laughs> you've been playing Subnautica. <laughs> that's been that's been the the chill out, chill out stuff after dinner. Uh, um, but no, the, it's the it's 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 just about ready. Just about. There's a few things I need to finish off doing before ready to rock. Um, it, I'm really looking forward to it, and it's been so. I, I think. It's probably been a month since I, I, I sort of put something out saying that this is what the plan is. The plan is still the same. In fact, I've had people messaging me about the team and about the badge, and people want me to send me them the badge, the bitch, the badge. But uh, not until it starts will that be happening. Um, so it's going to be a long slog, and I think I, it's weird because I always get stuck into saves when the football season's finished, now I know we're sort of in this weird limbo stage at the moment, but it kind of feels like that. And we will allude to some of this in the questioning of uh, Dom and Tom, not not sort of gulag-style questioning, but actual questioning. But um, I feel like when there there is an absence of real sport, it, it's this sort of uh, our own virtual realities that we get really sort of plugged into and I remember a save uh, I think I started it, it was it, one of my saves was Exeter but then there was a journeyman save I started uh, in around August and I absolutely smashed through it 1998 uh, no not 99 <laughs> about 2012 <laughs> <laughs> I think I still got screenshots from it actually um, but it was one of those sort of the the in-between season downtime that I sort of it's you're almost allowed to to get fully enveloped in it because there's no real sport on 
um maybe a bit earlier than august but um it was it was definitely in the downtime and it would have been a it may have been 2011 because it was in between euros and world cup etc anyway enough of my rambling let's move on to our main section we are joined this week by tom and dom the jd and turk of of si um i'm going to start off with loads of questions we will interject and add additional questions there's most likely not going to be a quiz this week because there's a whole heap of them some of them are from you some of them are from us um so let's just get cracking if you're okay with that gentlemen let's go Absolutely. Surprised they haven't fallen asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. There's been. It's probably nice. the longest pod got serious. Yeah. Well, but some of it is, and then we can we can bring out the silly questions later, maybe if we have time. Uh, so, how pleased have SI been with the popularity of Football Manager during like lockdown? Because obviously, I, I presume numbers were kind of unexpected, even with the game being sort of free and then extended again free. Yeah, I think um, I think it's been what well, probably more crazy than launch. Would you say, Dom? Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. I mean, it, we've had we've had so much going on. It's not we're not really had time to catch our breath. And uh, and yeah, the decision to put the game. I mean, it was initially going to be be free for just a week. Um, uh, Steam and Sega. We basically need to run everything past them usually well in advance to get something like a three week signed off and, and up and running. Um, but we decided we managed to get it turned around quite quickly initially. And then the uptake was just crazy. Uh, you know, we had people who hadn't played FM in years, people who've never played FM before, um, people who had played 19, but hadn't, hadn't uh, bought 20 trying it out. So a really, really, you know, unusual de- demographic of people trying it out compared to the sort of people who buy FM every year and, and uh, it's you know we had eight I think it was eight hundred seventy five thousand people try the game out over the two weeks, um, which you know is a, is a huge number in the context of you know how how many people play FM each year. Uh, so it was a bit of a no brainer for us to try and extend it into a into a second week. Um, and you know again, Sega and Steam were absolutely fine with it, and we managed to get it. Um, you know, signed off in plenty of time and, and it was pretty seamless uh, transferring over. And then, yeah, we've had so much stuff going on since then, um, not just from, you know, things that we've done ourselves, but also it seems like we're, you know, the flavour of a month at, at the moment. People just want to, I think FM is one of those games that it's best experienced the longer you have to play it. So the further you get into a game, I mean, you know, we've all been talking about save stories that, we're all multiple seasons in and, and now it's like this own little universe that we've got going on. Um, and it, it really is, it's, it's an immersive experience and it gets more immersive the further you get in. So with people having time to play the game now, I think, you know, that people who maybe only put a season or two in previously are now really discovering like just how, how good an experience it is. Um, and it's great to see, and it's great that the game's actually keeping people entertained because I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult for everyone, I think, just being sat inside, you know, 99% of the time and then you finish your working day and then you think, oh, God, I've got like six hours left to fill before I can go to bed. And then so having something like FM that you can turn to and is going to keep you entertained for that long, I think is is great. So with the, the free fortnight that was put on, I'm assuming that was pretty well received. Well, it obviously was because Mars was tweeting about the sort of the, the number of people. And I don't think uh, he's sort of given sort of weekly updates saying 
uh, sort of how many people. And he, he used to do that anyway previously, sort of when it, particularly when it was a Sunday, and then there was football on, and there's so many people playing at this sort of time. Um, how how have the numbers compared between sort of the free fortnight and then post that? And do you have any sort of real sort of data on those that have decided to you know that they can't leave the save alone and they have to have to buy regardless? Oh, I got the tougher question out of the two. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to do it like you didn't have to do it like you can you can double team no, it. I mean, um, the clean I mean, It was funny, really, if we because we sort of saw the um, once the lockdown like was rumored to be going on. Once other countries were locking down, other other football leagues were stopping, and it was slowly sort of hitting us last. We could see the the conversation around FM starting. People started to talk about well, if they if they cancel the season, then why don't we all just play a football manager and and do it on there. He thought, oh, that's quite funny, yeah. And then obviously it happened more and it happened more. And then lockdown actually happens, offices close, football stops. And we really saw it snowball, really. Um, I mean, the stuff that the, the free week stuff came after um, we had like clubs um, simulating their own stuff. Um, so me and Tom were quite busy with like making the simulations for that and capturing those videos. Um, and then it's really just snowballed from there. Um, and then the free week, as Tom was saying, the numbers were. I think it's fair to say far more than we anticipated. We didn't really put any projections on it because, I mean, it's a free, it's a free event, so um, it's not really something that you want to attach sort of sales figures to. But um, I mean, the uptake afterwards has certainly, has certainly been good as well. I know Miles spoke a lot about the fact that um, it went from free back to full price, and that's essentially just due to, um, to like sales regulations and stuff. Because we went back to back with the free week, we then couldn't go again with something else due to some very boring um, sales <laughs> law but um i mean yeah despite that the uptake has still been fairly ridiculous um and it just is getting more and more popular as tom's saying um which is nice to see and that's across everything it's across um overall sort of media it's across tom and pr it's across me and social um and it means that we get to do a lot of cool stuff of it as well so in a roundabout way i hope that answers your question we're talking about miles and the sales figures and stuff i think the one part that we don't want to come out of this is that it feels like we're almost benefiting from this. I think that's where the the constant talking about figures and data is kind of slowing down a bit because we don't want to be seen as as making money off of such a a horrible thing, if that makes any sense. Um, but I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't think like anyone's. Was. I don't. I don't think anyone's trying to say it's profiteering or anything like that because it's more about people that have get to play the game for free and then they've just kind of gone, I need to, I'm, I'm locked in, I want to play this and they've become football manager fans. Most people that probably download it for free have played a previous version so I don't think anyone would think that at all because I think it's given people a bit of an escape to a different kind of universe where they're sitting indoors. So, you know, it was just, we kind of put that question in there more about, you know, have people continued their save rather than worrying about, you know, have SI made, made money off the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I know. Um, I mean, Miles's figures are great, and it certainly gets a lot of interaction off the back of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, the uptake's been insane, isn't it, Tom? Yeah, absolutely. And, we, and on the continuing save games, I mean, we we made it very clear, um, certainly in in the second uh, week of the free fortnight, that people would be able to carry their saves across if they wanted to upgrade and buy the full game afterwards. And um, you know, I, I think as well, it's it's we've seen. We've seen uptake not just across uh, the PC and Mac game, but also across touch and mobile as well. I think people are really, I mean, people might have come into the PC game, tried it out on the on the free Fortnite and then maybe gone, 
okay, I, I, I need to start something a bit more basic than this because it's been a while since I've played the game. So people are finding the right FM experience for them, I guess. And and, um, and that's been really good to see as well, that, you know, people aren't just trying buying the PC game and then going, okay, this is, this, this is well different. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think, I think we've always been very clear as well in terms of the traditional progression through the games where you'll start at mobile because it's the easiest of the three experiences. It's the it's the one with the least amount of off the pitch stuff that you have to consider. And then, you know, some people will go straight from mobile to to full FM. Some people will make the step to touch in between. Some people just prefer touch in general because of the fact that it's slightly it's slightly a quicker way to play. Um, you don't have to deal with you know as many angry players coming to you and moaning like Curtis had in his uh, in his <laughs> But um, but yeah, I think I think we've, we, it's good to see that people are starting to find that right level and um, and that yeah, hopefully people have continued their game from the free fortnight and will have plenty to to look forward to over over the coming weeks and months and well, until the football season starts again, hopefully. So moving on from numbers, how have you guys and by you guys I mean SI adapted during lockdown in terms of no longer being able to go into an office or um has anything like drastically changed and what does your day look like now compared to what it used to so we're calling this period internally business as unusual is what it's being termed because there's still i mean to, for us i don't know about you don but i think for certainly for our department it's if anything that's different is that we're a lot busier than we would be at uh, any other time of the year um, and certainly at this time last year, it's a world of difference in terms of what we've had going on. But for the studio as a whole, I mean, it is very much keep calm and carry on sort of attitude where, uh, you know, the same things that we'd be doing each year in terms of the development side, um, you know, the wider business planning side, they're still happening. Um, I think very few areas of the business are completely reliant on on real football taking place um and you know the, the game has so many elements to it that exist outside of what happens on the pitch or what happens in a particular competition so things like that will always be able to be worked on um and you know the things that are dependent on on the real world situation are pretty minimal and and we we still have the time to sort of wait and see what's going to happen there before we, before we make any decisions um so yeah i mean other than incredibly busy now and uh i think a lot more teams meetings as well we use microsoft teams a lot more than we would do in the office um there's a lot more uh random post-work quizzes going on <laughs> and that kind of thing <laughs> there was one tonight actually um so there's a lot more of, of obviously trying to outside of like the usual working patterns and, and the stuff you're actually going to be doing as part of your job there's a lot more i think of an effort to to bring the studio together um, more often than we do when we're in the office. We, we tend to have one meeting a quarter where we will sit down as, a, as an entire company and, you know, Miles will present to us the latest uh, business plans and uh, the, the exciting things we have happening in the next year or two years. Um, and those meetings are happening those two meetings are having uh, once a quarter, but we have more regular meetings as well, where we're able to ask the senior management team questions about the current situation, see if there's anything that we need as a as a collective to 
help us work more effectively or to um, help us, you know, with our mental health or anything at, at, at these times. So those sort of those sort of social meetings and social gatherings, I guess, are, are happening much more often. But in terms of the day to day work, it's it's very much, you know, business as usual. Lovely. Uh, I guess the one thing that some may be missing are is the beer tap. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I missed that. Uh, and the pool yes. table. Yeah. On a side note, Microsoft Teams, have you found um, the Snapchat filter thing to turn yourself into a potato yet? No, I know it exists. I've not tried it yet. I saw the it. article on it and spent a long time on the internet trying to find it. I found it and then turned it on and couldn't turn it off during a meeting, um, as the article did. <laughs> Everyone found it hilarious on my all-staff team called Bar My Boss. So I was got a little bit of trouble. Martin! But it's worth it. It's worth it, 100%. When you just turn your camera on and you're just a potato floating around the screen. <laughs> It's Martin, you've got a chip on your shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I guess probably one of the more controversial questions we have. uh, If there was, if there was to be a Football Manager 21, um, will lockdown have caused any delay? Or, as you are suggesting, business has been as unusual, usual, whichever interchangeable verbiage you want to use there. So, Um, obviously, you can't give away too much here, so... No, I mean, we can't give away too much, but there's also not a lot that Tom and I can give away, really. Um, as Tom was saying, it it really is, quite boringly, business as usual. Um, I mean, there is an element, certainly, as everyone else is, of, of waiting to see what the world and football in particular does. But um, no, we're very much sort of planning as we normally would at this time of year. Um, because if we don't, and then football all of a sudden does return, then we're kind of stuck. So at the moment, we're kind of just using this spell besides you know the regular well irregular popularity in terms of comms and marketing um everyone else is kind of plugging away business as usual um in order to try and get the game out as it were any normal year i think when you say tom mm. yeah i think so and i think you know this this time of year anyway regardless of the current situation we we would never have a, a release date in mind um you know, outside of a usual pre-Christmas window, um, it, even then, that's you know dependent on uh, what's going into the game because it, it's at this point where you're sort of looking at the features. Certainly, on the production side, they're looking at the features and working. Okay, which one's going to fit where? How will it be designed to work with the wider game? So those those conversations and those meetings that, that will be going on have a tremendous knock-on effect in terms of okay how long is this going to take to get done will will this be more ambitious than we're thinking so it's not until a little bit later on that you can really start to try and put uh, a definitive date on it um so yeah i mean as i said we've still got we've got a bit of time on our side in terms of you know waiting and seeing what what happens um in the real world and, and and with football and everything else that's going on so um so it's slightly too early to put a release date on it yet, but as as Dom said, it's it's you know we're carrying on as if as if with any other year. Has anyone tweeted you asking you when the boat is coming out yet, Dom? They haven't actually, which is quite nice. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on it. I'm on it. Give me a second. I've not had any nagging questions like that for ages, actually, which has been really oh. nice. Yeah. Edit that out. There we go. Get him. Jinxed it. <laughs> No, but I mean, I guess to add to Tom's point, we're always been quite flexible 
with like football changing anyway you think about like brexit or random rules that get added in halfway through introduction of var and all that nonsense i mean i know this is obviously <laughs> like the biggest change football and possibly the world has ever had but i mean we're always kind of on our toes to see what happens with football anyway so the changes that come off the back of this will certainly be implemented whatever that looks like lovely that that was pretty much going to be my next follow-up question anyway so thank you for adding that bit uh who was the brainchild or whose whose brainchild was the efl cup that we've sort of we've mentioned in previous pods but now we actually have you on here um but also how how did you go go about arranging that number of clubs to be able to compete because i'd imagine that's like not easy um because it's not just the clubs to agree to it it's just getting then getting the clubs to decide who they're going to get to represent them all of that it's it sounds like a monumentous task to be able to get that started with pretty much no like planning time yeah um it was absolutely as insane as you think it was um i mean when lockdown sort of was first rumbling on we 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 spoke to and heard from a lot of different partners licenses um people that we work with in the media um to sort of flesh out a number of ideas as Tom was saying we we're sort of the coolest kids in the playground for a little while um but us doing something with the EFL was something that came out of that but it's something that we've wanted to do for a little while we just didn't really know what it looked like um obviously the good part of lockdown is that it's given clubs leagues players themselves a lot more time to to execute something like this um if the league was running as normal or if there was a normal summer where players are off, we certainly wouldn't be able to execute something like this. Um, so it was an idea sort of hashed out between us and the EFL. And I mean, the ability to organise it um, wouldn't have been able to happen because if we didn't have the EFL, we obviously got all the contacts with the clubs. So we definitely used, um, used their contact book, but um, it was very much organised by us. I think it's fair to say. Um, Andrew in the comms team sort of led the admin side of things um and just absolutely smashed it i mean the reason why i think tom and i probably couldn't uh, discuss just how stressful it was and that side of things is because he made it all look a bit easy but um yeah i mean overall it was a headache but looking back it was so cool to be able to pull it off so andrew came to the wrestling quiz tom yeah he's the same the same man man of many talents legend legend (laughs) (laughs) um did you guys see any of the streaming showdown or the past two streaming showdowns? And if so, what do you think? Or what did you think? Uh, the first thing that jumped out at me is, you know, what what is going on when, when Kev's winning that? It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's extraordinary. Because every time I've ever Charity. seen him play any sort of competitive FM, yeah. it's just been, it's just been uh, yeah, not, not the best experience for him. But, I mean, fair play. I mean, I saw... I didn't see too much of uh, last weekend's because obviously Dom and I were covering the BFL stuff, but I saw the reaction afterwards. And again, you know, best this is example of the crazy times we're living in where, uh, <laughs> where, where you've got Kevin at the top of the tree. Remember the first Creators Cup, like he genuinely had to borrow other people's list of players because he didn't know any football player outside of Peterborough United. It, it was worrying. Yeah. And I think... And hearing him... Like, do you remember when he tried to pronounce the names as well? Uh, it was just like all over the place. Yeah. you got to blame the coders. Like yeah. you got to make the co- blame the coders for making the presets so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will say that, I mean, just to jump a little bit away from the coverage of the streamer showdown, the coverage of the EFL final, uh, the semi-finals and that final, there were some incredible games there. They were tremendous. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, I probably would have enjoyed it more if I was involved, but um, I, it was it was awesome. And the, the, the final was just, what a result. What a result that was. Well, me and Tom were absolutely shitting ourselves that the games would be awful. <laughs> um, we were talking about what, like, obviously what highlights to put it on. Do we do we steer towards like comprehensive? But the, what if it went on too long and then no one would care? And I mean, we're just obviously overthinking it all. And then we obviously went into it, um, and it just went mad. We went into it with a load of notes. And I wrote a script that Tom and I had. It went out the window straight away because the game was just fucking bizarre. Um, <laughs> and then the second one was, and then the final was, and obviously me and Tom are kind of winging it at this point anyway. So, I mean, yeah, we were so blessed to get the games that, that we got. Um, and the guys that ended up in the semis were great as well. Um, yeah, it was just awesome. Everything just went so smoothly. When you're worrying for like the whole month, knowing that you're going to have to stream this thing at the end and then for it to pull off like that, oh, it was so cool. Yeah, I mean, we, as Dom said, we couldn't have wished for a better three games to round off the tournament. But that, that Saturday, the, the semi-finals, I remember thinking, you know, this is going to be very, very close to call. And usually in those situations, you tend to get quite a dull game as a result. And uh, so firstly, I mean, I'm a Forest fan. So having to sort of commentate on a last minute winner for the opposition against your team that's being managed by your best player um was was difficult to like sort of keep a unbiased tone there but the second game will i think is probably the best game of fm i think i've seen um it was just mad i still don't know how playing one center back and going attack well actually staying attacking and bringing on instead of bringing on um so brentford went down to 10 men they lost uh they lost punters jansen their center back Instead of bringing on someone to cover in, even as a defensive mid, they chucked on a winger, <laughs> and then somehow went and won it three-two with. And also, Ollie Watkins's second goal was probably the best FM goal I've seen this year. He dribbles <laughs> it from like the edge of his own area past three players, and then slots it like nonchalantly into the bottom corner. It was, um, yeah, it was the dream semi-final. And then obviously the dramatic penalty to shit in the final was was the perfect send-off for the tournament as well. I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but um, Mr. Jakes was definitely in my DMs asking for tips for the final, and I went, I didn't I got, didn't even get out of the first round, mate. Just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> don't involve me, pal. <laughs> no, it was great, your, though. It was really good. Your game against... Uh, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Lee Campus. I mean, no. I made we, Lee uh, Camp the man that he is today. Made him famous. Without me, without me, he wouldn't have been onto his little social media thing. He should have got beat. He, he brought fucking long throws out. He got scouts in my stream the night before when I beefed him about just being a goalkeeper and not a real footballer, which I still stand by. Um, it's devastating, mate. Devastating. How uh, good were his post-match interviews, though? Tremendous. <laughs> and like, I I mean, I had, I didn't know. Like, I mean, I was upset. I'm not upset, but I was annoyed that I lost, especially the way that we lost after being down to 10 men for so long. And like, I had a little bit of a grudge and then the old Birmingham City fans were straight into Twitter and that and, Dave was winding him up in chat and it just, it got a little bit hairy, but no, like for me, like I was just like, oh, piss off sort of thing. I can't be asked. Well, he's brought out long throws and he's beat me in the last second of the game. Uh, and then you see his pre-match, his post-match interviews. And I'm like, 
do you know what? Is it bad? I kind of like this guy. <laughs> but uh, no, it was um, fair play to him. For, for what it's worth, Deep, I, was, I didn't watch any because I was really upset for you. So I've not actually watched any of the press conferences. They popped up and I Cheers, thought, mate. this guy's a chief. I don't want to watch him. So just, Cheers, just for Thanks for the support, mate. Just, thanks for the support. No it means a lot to no me, man. should say as well that while we're fangirling about Lee Camp, um, so Tom and I spoke to him before the semi-final. Um, we brought him onto the stream and, and chatted some nonsense for a bit to fill some time. And um, he obviously, that meant that he then watched the semis after. And he DM'd both semi-finalists before the game, but um, both of the winning semi-finalists before the final to give them like a good luck message. <laughs> um, nice. I mean, like, how class is that? What yeah. a cool guy. Yeah, do you know um, what? I just... If... It would have been a lot better if I beat him and then he did that. <laughs> uh, you know, and then, you know, fair play to him. But, um, I mean, we're in League Two. So I'm not going to go down this road, but we're in League Two side. So they're championship. He's got to do bullshit tactics. Anyway, yeah, GG Lee. GG, great work. And the, I have to put that little, uh, about Bellingham in his, in his, in his, this little kid, his little kids running around. Ah, oh, tremendous. Absolutely fair play to him. Great work. I'm not bitter at all. Can you tell? Not bitter at all. <laughs> No, you really can't. Sorry, back to the stream show now. Man. <laughs> yeah. Fourth consecutive week, Deep has brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> I just have Not to say my piece. I was just, you know, I was gutted because I was trying, I invited him into a call and I thought, because he, he seems pretty cool in the emails and that, and I thought that would have been like, you know, and then we can get him on the pod. Uh, glad that never happened. <laughs> it would just be you sandbagging him for 40 minutes and then he'd disconnect or maybe his life would run out oh, of charge. Okay. <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> streamer so, showdown we were talking about. Uh, we can move on to the next question. Uh, so, Mars was tweeting about wearing tracksuit bottoms and basically getting away with murder in terms of fashion choices whilst working from home. Um, what items of clothing do you think some of the other members in the team have been wearing? Like one, for example, one Steady. example I remember is no, this. This doesn't get need to get dirty, uh, but like Seb, I remember wearing his like bright red trainers. But do you think he's maybe bought some some things to match, or I mean, I mean shorts, obviously not anything untoward. Um, is there any other? Where you going with this? I don't no, know. I really <laughs> really. <laughs> You're can the you one just... who wrote the bloody question. Can you tell me about <laughs> Seb and Seb's shorts, please? Didn't... <laughs> How small are these shorts? What kind How of tight does he like them? <laughs> we're, we're just not going to read this question. Because <laughs> 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 it's going to go down the road of my pants. Is that of filth? I mean, we can uh, try and answer it cleanly. It just depends who jumps in with the first innuendo. Herb, he's waiting. In your endo. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know about anyone else in the team, but I've got. I've taken to wearing. So my girlfriend's sister. Steady. Oh dear. <laughs> Steady. She got a coat, uh, like Chris novelty Christmas pajamas, right? So like I don't even know what they've got on them. They've got I'm wearing them now. Stand um, up. Stand up. Okay, I'll, I'll show you. Stand up. Business at the top. So you really yeah. have to Look at them. Look what at them. So that? they've got like oh, animals on them that aren't Christmassy at all. There's like an iguana. There's a cat with uh, <laughs> with antlers on. Anyway, so obviously they're not meant to be worn past December 25th. But I've probably been wearing these uh, at least three or four times a week since. Since the start of you, lockdown, you are washing them, yes. No, uh, PJs. In the because those cats might in call one of away. The day, yeah. <laughs> I'm washing them semi regularly. <laughs> semi low. Oh. 
<laughs> I mean, I guess there's just a lot of, um, sorry, a lot of football shirts going on. Yeah, football yeah. shirts. Yeah. Within the team. I mean, whenever we do, we don't often do like big Zoom video calls, but whenever someone accidentally sort of flashes up their video in those big, big meetings, there's normally a retro football shirt. Yeah, I was about to say retro. Somewhere. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know, I mean, talking about um, different looks, obviously Neil Brock, who you spoke to before, um, is uh, is the owner of a very, very nice beard. And that's kind of been running wild for a bit during this lockdown. And then he turned up yesterday in the call and it was just gone. And we're like, <laughs> Neil, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, he's got bored. <laughs> <laughs> he's got this lovely beard and he's just gone he's like oh it's, it's my gone. wedding anniversary that was my present to my missus because you know we're trying to save money in the lockdown what I'm what? shaving yeah, your so beard saves money I just oh, think that might get you off it. the streets pal she hates it and that was his present it was free oh your beard. I see oh, yeah easy. okay I get it I get it I get it I was literally she... about to go and shave my beard off for money <laughs> <laughs> I mean you could probably do that for your only fans Herb that might work <laughs> what a husband what a husband they like, they like it with the beard on did she shave it off for him or did he Whoa. do it himself? Whoa. <laughs> I don't know, but what an image that is. Context <laughs> is everything there, I feel. <laughs> um, okay, so before we hit you with some listeners' questions, it's only right that we talk about uh, Mars's pledge to match donations up to 5k for Mind. So if you can spare a quid or want to see Mars skint, alternatively, please see the link in the description. Right, listeners' questions, gentlemen. King Mark 53 wants to know, do you think <laughs> we'll ever get real life stadium sounds in FM? I mean, at the moment, it'd be a bit, uh, <laughs> a bit of a waste, <laughs> So you do have it. We have it at the moment, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, it's potentially. Uh, if someone has it in as a feature request, um, obviously the sounds as they are have been in there for a long time, um, it's fair to say. But all of the data we have shows that, and I'm, I'm, it's a case for me as well. The first thing people do is is mute the sound. Yes, you know, <laughs> put their own put their own Spotify on or or whatever. Um, so it would be a hell stream. of an investment to make to go into real stadiums, you know, record authentic stadium noises for them. People, ninety nine percent of people just Turn to switch them off. Them off. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. I mean, we can definitely log it as a as a feature request, but. Um, yeah, it would it'd be a and also because of the amount of depth that the game has from you know one nation uh, to another, the, the variety you need <laughs> and different different crowd noises from like for different countries because you're you know, saying you can't get a Wildstone Raider in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'd do it for any I'm sort sure of thing. Um, I'm sure. I'm do. sure FM Scout will probably bring it out as a feature next week after they've listened to this. Anyway, but uh, anyway, uh, I, I would hate for uh, to download or have that as a feature, and then the crowd are calling me a wanker after two losses on the on the truck, <laughs> <laughs> or sacked in the morning from the crowd. Yeah. Switch off. Tom, you mentioned uh, I would question it as a feature request. Where would we? Where, where would you do that? <laughs> Uh, to quote All a phrase that Don Baker uh, probably <laughs> tweets out more often than not, community.sigames.com. There's the features wish list thread on there. Or if you're really nice, I might log it for you Ooh. on the internal oh, DB. Uh, I'll leave that one with you. Um, but I just, as <laughs> I got the plug in. The list, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've, got, I've got another idea for, for a feature. We'll talk afterwards. Love it. 
Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. So Elby wants to know, will the seasons that have been called off be represented in any potential future editions? So uh, I, he's alluding to sort of the France, for example, being finished early and some of the lower divisions in England being finished off early, I'm assuming. As in, would that be reflected like historically looking yeah, back? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I, I mean... Surely, absolutely. it always is, isn't it? Yeah. But how yeah, would they I mean, how would they show that in the game? Because it's just going to be classed as a finished season, isn't it? Really, I don't think. I guess it's just. I guess it just depends on however they end up yeah. settling it for their own history books, and then we kind of just mm. copy that. Um, the asterisk button. The answer be used a lot. is yes, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> oh. exactly. Um, it, uh, yeah, I guess it just depends league by league whether they bother crowning champions or not. Um, if they do, oh, I'm yeah. sure there'll be caveats to that, and. You know, I'm sure there'll be uh, nice tool tips or brackets which explain what happened there. But yeah, that's going to be really interesting to see how all the leagues react. But however they do, um, we'll be certain to replicate it so that all the history books make sense. I think if you can get um, League One to be down to 23 and then back to 24 the following season to work, I'm sure that you can manage anything. So. <laughs> Um, Mad FM of Weestrom FM fame. Uh, are there any plans to include more functionality to make it easier to create content in FM? His examples are create and export GIFs and or GIFs depending on your persuasion, yes. improve the video capture, ability to look at league tables from specific points in the season, uh, better zoom ability in match, etc. Cool, there's a lot there. Um... There is a lot there. <laughs> <laughs> He's a blogger, he writes a lot. <laughs> so, I mean, again, uh, I think but as as we get more and more um connected i guess as a as a as a species going forward in the years to come like we've we've seen already like we've added in uh, the ability to tweet from the game to post to facebook used to be a feature in there as well so um we are quite good i think at changing with the times depending on like you know what people what people uh want to share from the game on on social um, it's difficult because it, it, I think in terms of the the gifts, it would have to be from the match, right? You wouldn't want to gift an inbox item or anything like that. So um, it, yeah, it'd have to be you know incorporated into into the match UI without looking out of place. Um, the technology will as well will have to be added in. So you know even even what seems like quite a small addition like that takes takes quite a bit of time from the from the de development side of things. Um, but yeah, I mean we we've. we've We've made a real effort, I think, certainly over the last couple of years, to really improve the user experience of the of the UI in the game, so you have more of those options available to you. Um, the amount of stuff that's in there already that I think that um, a lot of people don't realise are in there in terms of the way you can look at uh, the different data different data sets in the game. You can look at player history in graph form, which a lot a lot of people um, knew about until uh, well till last year, I think, when it was highlighted. I think we highlighted it on the stream um, last year. So, uh, yeah, I think I think those additions, again, would be taken on a case-by-case -case basis. Um, but stuff like anything sharing to social is something that's definitely going to be um, becoming more of a factor, I think, naturally over the course of the, of, of the next few years, certainly as as we as we see more, you know, seamless integration from the game to, to social as we have done in the way of tweets and Facebook posts and that kind of thing. Smashing. 
Curti, uh, you forgot a question on here. <laughs> um, you did you want to ask it yourself? <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Brilliant. Up, What's so. worse, safe scumming or downloading tactics? Oh, yeah, that was in reference to uh, a Zealand video. Um, I don't know. I think safe scumming, probably. Sorry, Dave. Um, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Whoa. What's going on here? Uh, How does this guy know? It's in your PKMs, mate. There is like a... Downloading tactics is sort of badly looked upon, but I guess you could kind of describe it as like learning from one another as a community, blah, 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 sharing wisdom and all that kind of stuff. Whereas like to me, save scumming is like borderline cheating. So yeah. I'm pretty firm on that one. On that note, if you'd like to download my four one two one two that's got Palermo <laughs> up to Syria, uh you can you can download that in my Twitch channel every night at nine PM. Brilliant. Another plug. <laughs> Tom, what about you? Yeah, I'm gonna say saves coming as well because again, yeah, down- downloading tactics are you know, it's I think for newer users of the game, it's sort of the the one way that you can sort of enjoy any sort of modicum of success straight away i think usually by downloading them i mean it, the game at the moment and it, okay we've talked about the presets and and uh the fact that that they're in there but um people you know want to replicate what they see in real life as well so you go on you know how to play like pep or whatever you'll find a tactic for it for fm so you can just plug that in and then you don't have to spend ages tinkering with the presets to suit the sort of style that you want to want to produce so they're not quite as bad saves coming is just just the worst just the worst tom you absolutely love that in tactics as well don't you, you got why did you think i was it. defending it this rings a bell i know why he's doing this he loves it that, yes. that literally when you were saying that i was going to say do, do you use any downloaded tactics or are you using any of the hacks long throws corner tactics I don't know, I've, got a real, I've got a real issue with uh, with long throws. I don't know. I just long, think... Long throws wrecked, wrecked the Birmingham City versus Swindon Town game. Sorry, mate? You can download Lee Kemp's tactics right here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Dom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sock with Brian asks, Please. what's something no one thinks is involved with your job, but you do quite frequently? No, Dom, you cannot say, I just do the tweets. <laughs> um, I think between Tom and I, we do a lot of um, like editing of... Oh, it's going to sound really boring, actually. Almost as I thought we are, I thought this sounds really boring. Um, <laughs> we do a lot, of, a lot of writing between me and Tom and Andrew as well. And so that means we do a lot of passing blogs back and forward a lot of editing um it's not actually within like our role itself me and social media tom in pr but um it's something we both lo- love doing so yeah a lot of a lot of going this sounds a bit weird what do you reckon about it and sort of passing stuff back and forward which is nice what a nice image that is <laughs> wholesome <laughs> you're right boring <laughs> <laughs> Are you in agreement, Tom? Is is that the same for you, or is there is there anything else that maybe, from your perspective, is something that you do a lot but wouldn't expect people to know about? It's a good question. I mean, on the blogs, I think, yeah, definitely, 
are right up there. Um, and also not just like editing them, but also loading them onto the site, which is, you know, if you're translating them into the, I think five uh, foreign languages other than English on the yeah. site that we have, um, that can take a fair amount of time. Um, in terms of... That is more boring than my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one thing that's, I don't know if people are too aware, I know Miles just tweeted about it a little bit, but we do get some incredible like face-to-face -face time with, um, with managers, like real managers and, uh, backroom staff and people involved in football, which, you know, it, it makes sense if you're developing a football game and a football product, but, um, you know, it's obviously something that's, that not a lot of people, um, have the, have the opportunity to do so we've had like ralph hassan hutal um talk to us about uh you know youth development and his career from managing in germany to then coming to to manage at southampton and how the different uh like well club visions basically have, have mapped themselves out at both places how he's been able to put a stamp on there we had uh sean dyche uh, a couple of weeks before that who was like fantastic uh not only like you know great interviewee and and like gave great insight but just a really lovely bloke as well so those sort of those sort of insights that i don't think you'd get anywhere else are are, are fantastic for us really that's just given me two questions now i was going to say who's been your favorite and who and then my second question was shots with sam allardyce or shots with sean dyche <laughs> <laughs> sean dyche i reckon so i would say dyche was probably my favorite just because uh like it's a, it's the first one we had done that where we weren't in the office. Um, so it, I thought it was going to be a bit, you know, shitter because you weren't going to have that like personal interaction. <laughs> the face to face. But, yeah. Yeah. But it, he, he was just so engaging and, and, you know, gave some really, really good um, information to us about you know, like how he operates um, on like his, his daily basis in terms of liaison with his staff, how he works with the players how he handles training, that kind of thing. All, all the basic FM uh, stuff you'd want to know, really. Um, and he, yeah, he was just, you know, really, really insightful. I think it lasted like a, an hour and a half, the session. Um, so, you know, it kept us entertained and engaged throughout. Uh, I would say, so I don't think, I think uh, Daesh would be more of a pint man. <laughs> I reckon I'd love to just go to a pub and, and you know, once this is all over and, and sit in the sun in a beer garden, just, necking pints with with sean dyke that would be the dream do you think you could outlast outlast him absolutely not <laughs> no way and absolutely not was was there time for any uh brian clough anecdotes in this hour and a half of face-to-face uh, -face time with mr dyche i think there were i think there was one there was there's been weirdly a lot of the people we've had in um have somehow got clough anecdotes even though they've not necessarily played with played under him or knew him that well but yeah, Clough, Clough seems to like somehow still be uh, sort of in the zeitgeist in in management circles. It's um, it's great to see from from my perspective. But you know, I think everyone else was be getting bored of you know the time that he shouted at someone for not <laughs> you know wearing a suit onto the train or whatever. I was, I was just thinking as well because Dyche was at Forest, wasn't he? Yeah. So yeah. was there a little bit of fanboyism there as well, or was he a bit before I'm your a bit... time? <laughs> it was a bit before my time, but um, you know, I don't think he actually. I think he might have made like one one league appearance for us. 
So it wasn't, enough. you know, it, it was enough, right? It's it enough. enough. But legend. Um, <laughs> icon. But yeah, he, Club icon. I completely, I completely forgot as well. He he played in that. I think he scored in that mad FA Cup semi against Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that the, uh, is that the penalty, Matt? Matt will know this. I think yeah, when he slammed it down the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Love Dyche. Dyche. We all love Dyche. We love Dyche. Also born in the same hospital as me, just saying. No one asked. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, right, final question then uh, from Mad FM again. Jesus, we give him two questions. Blimey, it's almost like we made him head of blogging. Uh, <laughs> what is the one feature you would add to the game if you had full control slash unlimited resources? Game I sounds. knew this question was coming. I still didn't prepare for it properly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question. Um, what feature would I add in? Realistic beards. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Hair in general you know, needs a little bit of work. Let's be honest. It does, doesn't it? But I mean, we're talking about us unlimited... now. Or... <laughs> yeah, it seems like a bit of a waste. Unlimited resources. <laughs> Come on, licenses. Maybe. Yeah. Lic- yeah licenses. One. Easy one, though, isn't it? It is an easy yeah, okay. one. I mean, I know it's open to you two, but like one thing that really bugs me is when you when you do a preseason friendly, you do all this tinkering with your with your tactics, and then you come out of the game and that tactics just disappeared. So you need like a fourth tab of like your last used <laughs> tactic. So when you come out of it, you can then go in and save that tactic, or you can you can you can have a little look at what you ended up on and and how you how that got on in the game. Community.si.com. I'm a. Really <laughs> <laughs> See, and I'm just replying to the tweet. (laughs) (laughs) See, I know it's not open to us really, but mine mine would be, and it was more because of the EFL Cup stuff. uh, And you've got you've sort of had a lot of involvement with real players, and maybe them maybe wanting to make their own players in game. And I know there may be certain things to do with licensing that may prevent this from happening, but maybe allowing them to put their own uh, career history in uh, uh, when they create their manager so they can have like international caps, clubs they've played for years in between, just so that they can have, I know it's perhaps a bit of a, a niche audience, but it's maybe the right niche audience to aim for, is that so they can actually have their full pre- playing career. Now, I know if they are still playing, there might be a bit of difficulty with them still existing twice, but um, I think that might be quite interesting and then for people like joe who like having a former player and having a backstory uh you can add it accurately as well and that wasn't very nice joseph (laughs) (laughs) i was just putting my finger up i had because that was they were pretty shit answers i've got another question and it goes back to the streamer showdown and the con the creator's cup i know it because we've always said the draft mode is like really underrated and it is good fun Obviously, with the Creators Cup, there is it fair to say there was a couple of issues on draft mode, and where yeah, obviously you used the draft PC. to select the players, to and then using the main game obviously to play the matches. It's been you know touch wood, it's been seamless. So, is that something you consider in the future? Yeah, I mean, my answer to the to the if money was no object, what feature would you put in? Would probably be um, a new online mode that sort of brought together the best yes. elements from from the uh from the different areas of the online modes that we've got because FM um, Live. You can come back. <laughs> oh FM Live. No, that's that won't be coming back. But um but I think something that because I mean Dom and I tried to I think this is what prompted the Intersave actually. Dom and I tried to play a network game. It was me, Dom and Andrew. And we chose um 
we chose France as the country and we all had, I think I was Nice, I think Dom was Ren and Andrew was Lil, I think. And um, we all we all were sort of like, you know, knocking around the European qualification places. But we played for like three hours and we got through one game. And it was just sort of like, and it's not necessarily down to the game, but it's just because of the way different people play the game. So Andrew was spending quite a lot of time like looking at um, his scouting network and trying to future plan stuff. And Dom and I were sort of just trying to, we were quite happy with our squads. So we were just trying to like rattle through stuff. Um, so if there was a way to sort of condense people's uh, playing styles and, and sort of like, you know, they could, if there was a way where they could be doing stuff in the background while your game is actually processing and you're able to get into it, um, that would be, that would be a dream. Because we all, I, I, online games are just so much fun, especially when you've got like, yeah. you know, your mate coming in and trying to pinch your star striker um, and trying to, you know, use the press to, to unsettle him, that sort of stuff. And you're having a bit of back and forth about it. Um, I think I think it's so, it adds so much more to the game, but um, it's just I mean I play it quite quickly anyway. So and if anyone else trying to join in, and it's, it feels like it's slowing me down at the best of times. So if there was a way to sort of like background process that stuff, then then that would be ideal. Kind of sounds like dedicated service, um, <laughs> because like no, in all seriousness, like if like, like for example, me, me, Raz, Joe, and Dave did a network save in France, and um, we we have very similar play styles um but yeah some people were still taking longer than others me mainly i do like to go slow um but i get results dave you're shaking your head like that pal I'm not, um, about but yeah it's it's one of those isn't it like the one person has to run it and like they have like for me it was perfect because it's run on my pc but for everyone else it has that little bit of input delay and then we had the some issues with the diversions and stuff i don't want to get too much into it but yeah i think it sounds like a dedicated service so yeah unlimited funds and just like a load of dedicated servers all over the world. If we had unlimited funds, yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. if you want to save funds, you can put one in my house. Literally, I've got space just here. Don't feel free, lads. I'm glad you said that about uh, you lot playing at different paces because like, I always like, as soon as I start up a save, yeah, I'll still go into the staff and transits, but I want to like get into the league as quick as I can. Whereas these chiefs, whenever they start a save, it's like, who can, who can, who can not click continue for seven hours? Let's, see, let's have a little competition. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's why you win offline and not online, Dave. Yeah, all right. I'll I'll put I'll put these four Champions Leagues away, and I can bring up the streamer <laughs> showdown for the rest of them as well. Hey, <laughs> um, I was just a little bit worried by one of the things you said because uh, about poaching players. Um, mm. There's rules. Okay, we we discussed this on stream between Kurt and I. You have to have rules, otherwise there's anarchy. And that's how yeah, network saves go down. All right? you say that, that ended well for you, lot. <laughs> it didn't end well. Tellers Magno. Yeah. Tellers Magno. <laughs> For no reason other than I muted him one time, he bought him. It, it killed the network save. <laughs> to be fair, he he was on my shortlist, and you were being mean to me, so I decided to buy him. Kurt's got a shortlist. Well, actually, I just gave him the option. He just decided to come to me rather than you. I mean, it wasn't you know rules. There needs to be rules. Safe Otherwise, you end up doing a network a network save for one day and calling a network save. I just used to Jeez. buy players off Joe instead. All his shit players. <laughs> When me and Teach had our first one of uh, Tottenham and Man United, um, he was so far ahead of me. He just let me. He let me have Martial off for free on the loan <laughs> for a season. I think he felt a little bit guilty for absolutely smashing me. He's like, here, here you go, lad, have him. That's, that's even worse. That is even worse. I did keep trying to loan her players, actually. That yeah. Was, uh, Never. So Tom money. wants beards and Tom wants epic gaming. <laughs> yeah. I'm a simple oh, yeah. man. 
<laughs> Beards. Uh, well, Holla. gentlemen, thank you very much for uh, well lending us your Thursday night and speaking with us and answering our listeners' questions as well as ours. No problem. Absolute I'm glad pleasure. I, I lasted this long, to be honest, after the shambles of the last time. <laughs> you didn't even get to get the quiz this time, though. It's disappointing. <laughs> So you... Come on again, right? You can come on again, and I'll make sure I, I get a very good quiz for you too. Okay. I think it has to be after lockdown because everyone's getting the umpire quizzes now, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think we like we peaked a couple. I peaked a couple of weeks earlier, so Curtie kind of had a hissy fit and stopped doing quizzes, which fair play to him. They're tough to fucking do, right? And I was like, right, here you go. First quiz, I've got to smash this. So I did like commentary and bleeped players out, and you had to guess who it was. And it was a great quiz. And then I'm just like. Every quiz now is just getting shitter and shitter and shitter. You can't top it. Um, I can't top that. So um, we'll get you on another time. And Got to get the yeah. hat trick ball. Yeah. That's yes. true. Yeah. Do you do those? Is that a thing? Um, we do. They, we they, do. Are, they are absolutely you. imaginary. It's an invite to SI. That's the hat trick ball right there. That's what we do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Invites in the post. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, right. That brings. Episode 144 to a close. You can find the links for each of us, the Five Star Pod Twitter account, and Weestrom Fan Discord server in the podcast description or by visiting weestromfm.com, where you can also find the blogs that have been released this past week, including Fight for the Throne, which is well worth a read if you're looking for a new save, and Dave's Streamer Showdown highlights video will be on there as well. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify, and most other popular podcast apps and platforms, with a new podcast released every Monday. Thank you all for listening. There will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, gentlemen. Goodbye, gentlemen. Ciao. Goodbye. Goodbye.